Dum 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 Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Gen Z Talks. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, hi, I'm Firdaus. And I'm Sarah. And today's conversation will be around the back-to-school season. We know that September is the least liked month of the year because we go back to the routine. But it's here, so we had to talk about it. So as you can already tell by the title, today we're going to talk about our education system in Europe, but it really can be applied to anywhere in the world and why it sucks. Because let's be honest, like, not... like. I think only Finland's education system is a good one, but like for the rest of the world, it's just like really trashy. I don't know about you, Sarah. What do you think about this? I'm not gonna lie. The education system in Belgium is pretty good. Uh, or I, I mean, I'm not gonna like. I did went. I did go to an international private school. I'm not like. It was an international school. Yeah. It was an international school, so, like, I don't really have experience with, like, other normal schools, but, like, I know they are really good. And um, you have, like, my my school, it was only, um, I don't know how to say it, but, like, it was only one thing that you could follow and subjects that you can choose. But in other schools, yes. it was, like, yeah. actually, like, like, stages that you can choose. For example, ISO was the highest, and... BSO, I think, is the lowest. And BSO, you can go to university with it. TSO, you can, maybe, but you have to do a year extra to get a diploma and be able to go to uni with it, I think. And then you have KSO, that's like, um, that's like if you want to be an architect or like something like that. I'm not, I'm not sure. Like, if any Belgian here is that watching me and laughing at me, I'm sorry. I haven't been to normal <laughs> Belgian schools. But like, I only went to a Christian school. Um, yeah, it was a Christian school. Uh, I went there for like uh, nursery and primary until third primary. And then I went to my other school where I stayed for 10 years, I think, or nine years, the international school. That's interesting. Um, So I went to a public school my whole life. And um, we don't have what you said. We, we don't even choose our subjects. Like we have defined subjects. You can't choose like between them. But when you get to 10th grade um, or year 10, depending on where you live, 10th grade for the United States, year 10 for Canada and the UK, um, you can choose between the kind of subjects that you want to take. For example, you can choose between science and social science and technology. Um, and that's it. So I, choose, um, social, I chose social science and I had economics and Latin. And then we do two years of bachillerato, which are junior and senior year, or year 11 and year 12. And you also choose um, kind of an itinerary, they're called. So you choose between, again, technology, um, I don't like art, science, technology. I said technology before. Um, and yeah, just like these kind of subjects. I chose um, social science again to go to uni. And that's it. If you don't want to go to bachillerato, it's really hard. Like bachillerato, it's the hardest thing. Is it, thing is like it a bachelorette? Like a, a bachelor? Yeah, baccalaureate. Yeah, yeah. It's like the French one. Yeah, yeah. I, that's it's what like I, got. I got. I got because like you have IB and EB, and I got EB. EB is an European baccalaureate. Baccalaureate. 
Yeah, yeah. And then you have the international baccalaureate, and that's super difficult. That's like uh, what the UK does. Yeah. So I did that. I, well, no, I didn't. The, I didn't do an EB. I, I did the Spanish uh, baccalaureate, so it's bachillerato. But um, if you don't want to do that and you want to do something like kind of easier, kind of more practical, you can do what we call ciclos, ciclo medio, ciclo superior, and you have to do like ciclo medio. It's two years, and then ciclo superior. It's another two years, so four years, before being able to go to uni. I chose the hardest yet the shortest, um, the shortest way, so now I'm in uni. And now we're talking about uni, um, Sarah, tell us what are you going to study, and yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, so I'm in my second year of international business administration. Actually, um, today was my fourth, no, fifth day. Today's Friday, by the way. Um, it was... I still, honestly, I'm not going to lie to you, it still feels to me as if I'm a first-year student because I didn't really go to campus last year due to corona and uh, it was only like uh, online education, which sucks. But now I'm happy that like I only uh, at uni, so I'm not sure how it else, how it, how it is like um, anywhere else in the world, but I know like in the Netherlands, you have uh, tutorials and you have lectures. Lectures are like with the whole group and uh, tutorials, you have like smaller groups and more defined um, information and uh, exercises that you do together. So all tutorials with the smaller groups are on campus and uh, some lectures they allow on campus but only uh, less than like, only 75 people. So I tried to go to as many classes that I could because at home education just doesn't work for me and I feel like I'm actually like in the correct headspace when I'm at uni. I actually had like one class today. Yeah, I did go, even though it was recorded, but I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to go to it. And then after I'm going to study and like, it was, it was really good. I did study and I did everything and I'm happy. But like, if, like one, if I can give one tip to anyone, don't delay anything at uni. Think that was, you, it's going to be your first year. Don't, del yes. don't delay anything. Don't be like, yeah, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to... No, do it directly. Do it today. Exactly. Yeah. So if you're listening and actually you get... You have things to do for school or uni, stop, stop what you're listening. listening and go do it. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I haven't st uh, started yet. I'm starting next week, God willing. And I will be doing... Well, I will be getting if everything was good, um, uh, contemporary history, politics, and economics degree. It's kind of confusing, but basically it's a three in one. So I study the three subjects as a whole degree. And yeah, I haven't started yet, so I can't say much about it. But it I'm does really seem super excited. interesting. It is interesting, to be honest. And I really, like, I didn't, you know, Anecdote time, I didn't know that I was going to get in. Well, it's pretty complicated. Um, the whole Spanish system of how you act, go to uni, it's, I don't know, complicated. But anyway, I didn't expect myself to go into it because I, it, it's the first time that uh, a university in Spain is going to take this degree. So I, was, I just put it on my list and was like, hey, let's just... Um, I don't know, try it out, let's see what happens. And I completely forgot about it. Literally, I forgot about like that I even put it on the list. I thought that I was going to study political science or law. 
But yeah, I completely forgot about it. But thank God, I, I'm in and let's see how it goes. <laughs> so proud. But honestly, it is a pretty interesting study. Like um, what I do now, for anyone wondering, like international business administration is just a business administration, but on an international level. Uh, we kind of do like a lot of math and I have to say myself, I suck at math. So I really have to push myself. Um, I study finance, economics, accounting, um, statistics, um, and then you have like the more interesting subjects for me are like, for example, marketing. Um, we have like this new, uh, uh, with this new subject, philosophy of science, and I uh, was just watching like the first lecture of it today, and it's actually so interesting, so I'm really excited about that too. And another subject about cross-comparative, uh, or comparative cross-cultural management, And it's about um, different cultures in the whole world and studying that on like a basis international level. So I'm also super excited about that. But like, it's not an easy study, I'm not gonna lie. And honestly, no uni, no uni study is really that easy unless you, for example, choose like maybe movie history, literature. Like, I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, but like it's easier than other subjects yeah. that require a lot of reading yeah. and actually require an amount of work yeah yeah yeah. i get you um that is so cool question um are you doing your like are you taking your degree all your courses in english or in dutch i studied like uh even at high school i studied in english well actually look it's kind of funny okay so um i have like so my first language at school was dutch And I studied, like, in primary school, you study everything in Dutch, but you have English, of course, too, as a second language. Mm. And uh, the moment that you enter high school, you have uh, most of your subjects, like, the first two years, I think, most of your subjects in English, uh, in Dutch, and uh, only, like, um, only, I think, no, either, you know, wait, the first and second year of, like, a high school, you have everything in Dutch. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, like, we have till seventh in my school. Yeah. It's um, most, like, most of them in English and a few of them in Dutch. So I had 36 hours a week of class, of which 27 hours, I think, were in English. And wow. the only subjects I had in Dutch was Dutch, um, biology, and maths. And I had French, which was, which was in English. Um, but then the rest, you know, like German, like the languages were a different thing. So um, yeah. I mostly studied in English and I never wanted to study in Dutch anyway. Um, I'm fluent in it because, I mean, I do work. I do work here and I have my Dutch friends and everything. But I personally didn't want to study academic Dutch because it is a bit more difficult. But like, I, of course, I can understand it. But like, I don't like the language itself. Yeah. And since I studied in English always, like I always have studied in English, economics I've also done in English, except math, which was a bit like, um, I had to adjust a bit to it, of math in English, because it's quite different. Mm -hmm. But I adjusted pretty quickly, and I honestly, I, I wouldn't change a thing about studying in Dutch. Like, I love studying in English. So good that you brought that up because um, one of my points of why our education system sucks, especially in Spain and I'm sure in the rest of the south of Europe as well and North America. So I hate that we are not taught a second language properly. 
meaning um, in Spain, in the Spanish school system, you are expected when you leave high school, you are expected to have a B2 in English in the European um, level of languages. But that's not true. We never get to have that level if, you, if we only study English in school because we, the only subject that we have in English is English. And it's not even English literature or history or anything. It's English as a second language, you know? So it's really hard to, to learn it just from school. So you have to pay to learn it outside. And that sucks because that's a, that's a lot of money. Actually, that's a good point that you brought it up. Um, in normal schools, like in public schools in Belgium, the second language is French. But a lot of people end up don't even knowing how to speak, don't even know how to speak French, um, nor English. Honestly, most people, most Dutch people I know, they can't really properly speak English, um, which is a shame because I mean, English. I mean, I understand. Like, I don't. I personally don't think it's super difficult to learn. Like, most of us learned it from school, of course, too. But mostly it's from TV shows, movies, and yes, video games, and you know, like forcing yourself to speak the language. But of course, like, I had to write a lot of essays in uh, English and most of my class were in English. So maybe that's why, like, of course, I got better at it. But one thing at my school, what, what they did differently was, for example, um, you had a few languages that you can actually choose. Um, as your second language, you could choose um, Spanish, German, French and English. Mm -hmm. So most, of course, had English and then French was the second one. And then a few people had uh, Spanish, too. But since our year wasn't so big... They, everyone who takes second language Spanish had to take uh, their other um, subjects in their second in another language English uh, because like yeah. the group wasn't so big to have different classes with different teachers um, but that way is actually I think it's very effective because apart from Dutch my second language was with the most used language which made me better at it I had French I had I think I had four hours French and I had French for like eight years and I if my dad listens to this he's gonna kill me <laughs> like I can't speak <laughs> French properly I can understand it a bit but like you know have full-on conversations that's just a no like I can understand for example same like I did German for two years I understand it pretty well um I can like a bit speak it because it's very very close to Dutch so I'm kind of happy about that it's like super close to Dutch um so that's easier for me too but like French is just a no-go. I want, I would love to be able to speak it because I think it's such a beautiful language. But oh my God, the grammar is just always a big exception. Yes. It's always an exception. Vi, vi passe composé. Stop. Seriously, I'm stop. To, don't remind me. I'm, I'm going to stab someone for that. Like, and the combination of passe composé and imparfait, it just like, it blows my mind. So, the same happens for me. I've been taking French since 15, so about like four years. Um, so, 15, no, 14, four years. Anyway, um, I know, I understand French. I can watch movies in French if I want to. No, I can't. My level is not that high. I would, like, yeah, like, thank God it is to that level, you know, but I can't speak it. It's just... I know too much, and I keep mixing Spanish and Catalan and English and Arabic. It just like blows my mind. But like, I feel like yes. for Spanish speakers, learning French is a bit easier. 
I heard that from my French teacher. She was like, yes. Spanish no, speakers true. have it easier to talk in French. I was like, yeah, I can't speak yes. Spanish either. So honestly, I suck up French. Yeah, no, like, no, that's true. That's true. That's the true. easy sentences, for example, est-ce que je veux peu aller aux toilettes? I don't even remember the sentence correctly. <laughs> that was like the only sentence I could say correctly. Just ask if I can go to the toilet. Est-ce so que je peux aller aux toilettes, s'il vous plaît? For yes, any French like speakers that, yeah. out there, my accent sucks and I know. But like those sentences... Even, you know the worst part? You know the worst part? That I don't even differentiate between um, a French accent, Belgian accent and Canadian accent when it comes to French. It's just like, uh, yeah, you talk French, that's it. Apparently, you Canadian French is really different. I, I, I don't really think I've heard it too, but um, you can slightly hear like the, like, the tone yeah. change. Oh, I don't know. I have to see, like, I have to compare it. But anyway, <laughs> changing subject because we're not going to finish this. I thought this episode was going to be a light one, you know, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Um, so the number two in my list of things that my education system sucks is mental health. And I'm pretty sure every single one of like every single school, besides like some exceptions suck at this, is, um, given proper, um, support when it comes to mental health. So Question to you, Sarah, so we can open this um, this topic. Um, have you ever struggled with mental health due to school? Oh, um, yes and no. I mean, I really, I didn't really, like, really think about it. But I did know that when um, the corona, like, when corona just started and we were in uh, quarantine and everything, my mental health did get a lot better. Uh, I think it's mostly because school was like fully online and like I barely like went to any class but like I worked so so much like I literally worked almost every day I made a whole new group of friends uh, like they were really good friends of mine and um, I made a few other best friends and maybe that's why like I I rarely even saw my school friends and I wasn't so sad about it for anyone of my friends listening. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. No one is probably even listening, but... Um, I mean, I went to, like... I'm not even gonna lie, like, to a bougie school. Like, you know, a lot of people... Like, they were really rich. Like, most of the kids were really rich. And the cars that were in our school, like, most of the cars were, like, pretty fancy. Um, but I felt like you always had to dress up to feel fit. Like, I, like, I love fashion anyway. And if you want to see more fashion yeah, content, go follow me on my Instagram. I'm just going to link it here. <laughs> but no, seriously, though. No. Um, I feel like it, it wasn't like I wasn't struggling. Like, I had a pretty good group of friends at school. And um, I loved my teachers. They were, like, the best teachers. And I could talk to them about anything and everything. And they were super nice. Um, but I feel like mostly it was like the work, um, I didn't have a lot of workload, I'm not gonna lie, but mostly because, I don't know, just sometimes you had off days or you just didn't want to talk to anybody or you felt like your friends were fake, but like, I think really dealing with mental health, like, alhamdulillah, like, I haven't really had like big issues with that. I don't know about you. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, mine is a different story, to be honest. I wish I could relate to you, but I don't. So I did suffer a lot with mental health, especially in the last two years. Um, so I, alhamdulillah, thank God that I get pretty good grades. Uh, well, I used to get, because now I don't know how things will work with uni, but I used to get pretty good grades, thank God for it, but um, still I used to force myself too much. I used to push myself too much to the limits because I wanted to get things done. I wanted to achieve a lot of goals that I don't know, like I had in mind and all that. Um, so yeah, I used to push myself a lot to the limit and that made me um, develop more anxiety than I already had. So mental health is something that runs, well, mental illnesses are something that run a lot in my family for like from both sides. So I am already like, I don't know what the word is. Um, well, I know it in Spanish, but uh, I forgot about it in English. Basically, that I like, I have more chances to have a mental illness than other people because of my genes. But um, yeah, so I'm thinking of the I word. am diagnosed. Sorry, what? I'm thinking of the word, but I can't come with it. I'll just say like Wait, the I'm gene, the the gene, uh, the gene. Yeah, is pretty dominant in your family. Yes. Wait. Um, predisposition in English. Um, predisposition. Yeah, it's the same word. <laughs> I like. I have a predisposition to um, have a mental illness. So yeah, I am diagnosed with general anxiety disorder, and I went through a phase where I did develop um, depression. I was uh, on antidepressants. It's nothing to be ashamed of. I'm really open about it. And a lot of people have told me to not talk about it on social media because of what um, maybe like future employers can see and like future schools or whatever. I really don't care because it's something to normalize. It's something that I'm like, I'm good now. Alhamdulillah, you know, so I, I'm not ashamed of it. And we have to normalize it. We have to normalize talking about mental health and to not stigmatize it and to not um, paint it as something that is going to stop you from living your life normally, you know? So yeah, that being said, I have anxiety. I had like, and during school, it was really, really, really bad. Like to the point where I used to not go to school for weeks, even not because solely for my anxiety, but because my anxiety and pushing myself to the limits made me physically sick. Like literally, I was sick because of it. Like I used to have fevers and like um, I don't know, like I would like have quote unquote like flus, but. I don't know, or cold, but they weren't cold. They were like um, made your body from, reacting because to of the my stress. anxiety, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah they were reactions, yeah. It's actually a sign that so, your body, like, that's literally a sign to, like, stop. I had, like, I was yes. actually good that you brought this up. I was actually having a talk with my friends a few days ago, and my best friend, she was, like, she was, like, sending me, like, I'm dying of pain, and, like, was, like, what's happening? She's like, yeah, um, I have exams, so I'm not sure if, like, I'm, I don't know if it's from stress or anything, but, like, my stomach hurts so much, I feel so nauseous, I barely can stand on my feet, um, I want to throw up, um, I have no energy, I'm so tired, I have cramps, stomach ache, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, now that you said it, I had the same pain a few months back, 
actually, um, before I, uh, like, I think a day before I went to Egypt and that day I had an exam, but I wasn't able to actually participate in the exam, even though like, I think I, um, I think I wanted to do the exam, but I couldn't anyway. Um, that like that week I had so much stress because I was working, I was finishing up my exams. I, uh, my mom had just traveled and my, my parents had just traveled to Egypt. So I had to cook, clean, uh, go out and get groceries, uh, get things for my mom that she forgot from the stores in Belgium because, you know, the Arab families traveling to other countries, you have to pack a lot of things. <laughs> so anyway, um, there was this one day where I just woke up early. It was a good day, everything. I just got dressed. I was, um, it was my only free day because I had an exam anyway. And I just had my coffee. Um, I no normally never even drink coffee because I don't like it, but like I was trying to ener like, give myself energy. People are gonna hate me for not liking coffee, but keep your opinion to yourself. I don't like it either. I've never drank really? coffee. Oh. I found someone like me. Yes. I literally cannot like the taste of coffee just disgusts me. And yes, ew, I don't like and the like even the smell. I don't like it at all. My parents love coffee. Like my parents are coffee addicts. However, me, I'm a tea person. You can <laughs> like you can give me some. I I really want to try Turkish coffee. Maybe that's good. I don't know, but I just can't. Like the bitter taste is so disgusting for me. But like we're changing topics right now. Anyway, I just had, um, like, I actually had, like, uh, my only breakfast, uh, those are, like, those naked bars. They're called naked bars. They're, like, um, yeah. if anyone yeah, doesn't know, bars. it's, um, um, what the is it? The energy bars, right? What? What? The energy bars. Yeah, kind of like energy bars. What is, um, oh, my God, tamg in, in, in English. What's that? Like the, the thing you eat in Ramadan, like um, the brown date? thing. Dates? Yes. Dates? <laughs> yes, ah, it's like a date bar okay, yeah. with like no <laughs> sugar and like it's it tastes really good, but it's really healthy too. So I had that with the coffee and not even 10 minutes afterwards, I start feeling nauseous as hell. But I had to go out to the store to get some things. And I was like, okay, fine. Like, you know, the, it might be over in like a few minutes. So I decided to go and I drive there. Um, I parked my car and I feel super dizzy. I was like, okay, no, you know, it's gonna get over. Maybe I just have to like smell like some fresh air and it will be good. I go to the store, I get what I want and I run out of there because I can't, I sit down somewhere because I feel like I'm gonna fall. I never had this feeling before. And then I went directly back to my, like I ran to my car and I rushed back home. I sat on my bed, like, I called my mom, I think, crying. I'm like, what do I do? My stomach is hurting. I feel like I'm going to vomit. I have no energy. I can't stand up. I, I didn't even eat anything that day. I literally couldn't do anything. And so after my friend told me, I was like, oh my God, I had the same thing. And she called the doctor and um, he said, I think it was your body reacting to a lot of stress. Yes. And I thought it had something to do with the coffee because I drank it on like an empty stomach. And I never drink coffee. So it, it was apparently your body reacting to stress. So actually, yes. actually, for anyone listening out here, if you're dealing with a lot of stress, try to take it easy because it will have effects on your body or you will get fevers or you will just have a lot of back pain and headaches and a lot of things because you're just overthinking everything. Yes, I agree with you so much. It was my body telling me, Firdaus, you have to stop for God's sake. And I didn't stop. And I had too many burnouts to the point that um, it was if either I was doing too much 
and was up to with everything. I had like good grades and all that. Or I did nothing, absolutely nothing, because my anxiety works like that. I'm a high, like I have high functioning anxiety. So it's either too much or nothing. And that's really bad. And what I think that caused is, it's not just because my tendency is to like, to do good and to, I don't like reach perfection, like if you will, but it's also the grading systems and the competition that I've been experiencing my whole life academically. So first of all, the grading systems, they define, yeah, people say that grades don't define you, define you academically grades not only define you grades define your future and what you can do with it and that sucks and i hate it so much in spain i will have to tell you one thing uh as for me um honestly like my parents didn't bring me to an international private school because we were rich we are just normal but they brought me to actually such a school so i don't deal with racism that for example my older brother because I have I have a half brother from my dad um and he's half Belgian half Egyptian and um he he does look like Egyptian like he I mean he has like maybe like white features but you know he doesn't know he's like just like kind of like yeah. brown um anyway he did deal for example with like a lot of uh, racism sometimes and my dad didn't want us to go through with that so he actually brought us to so he actually paid a lot of uh, money for us not to go through that. And I'll always, of, of course, be um, grateful of that because I know in Belgium, it's a pretty big thing that a lot of um, a lot of students actually um, don't go to the stage of the study that they want because the teachers bring them down. Like yeah. they, they keep telling them, no, it's too high. You can't do it. It's too difficult for you. Maybe consider something lower. And they do that mainly primarily with uh, black people, North African people, like anyone who's not white, you feel like they yeah. don't want you to see you succeed. Like, of course, not all teachers like are like that, and I cannot, I cannot talk for all teachers. Like most teachers want the best for the students, but uh, it it is a main thing that they do try to bring you down by telling you it's too difficult, you can't do it. But like, I'm so grateful that I didn't have to go through that experience, and my teacher pushed me to my outer's best, my outer's best that I can do, and um, I. I wouldn't say I got, like, I got pretty okay good grades for me. Like, I graduated with an 80%. That's good for me. That's um, great. Yeah. I wish I could have gotten higher. I would have gotten higher if I had my back. Because, uh, like, I didn't have my final exams, the baccalaureate. Like, I didn't have it because yeah. of Corona. They were cancelled. Actually, the first year in 60 years from the school opened that they cancelled it for us. So, I'm yeah. super grateful. Um, but I still got my back anyway. So that's good. But, like, they did lower the grades because we didn't do the mm-hmm. back and it would be unfair in re- in relation to other students who did have their back. Mm-hmm. So I would have gotten, like, an 84 maybe, which is better. But, like, I'm grateful yeah. for what I have. Uh, but, like, you are right on a level that grades do kind of define you. But for me, it didn't really because my teachers pushed me and they didn't really put, like, label of grades on me or race and... That's what yeah. I'm super grateful about. No, no, yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Like, I, I never experienced that of rate defining me in the sense of how teachers treated me. Well, actually, yes, no. What, 
I'm lying. Yes, great did define how my high school experience was when it comes to uh, academics. So um, I was treated good by my teachers and I appreciate that. And I think like besides like me being, I don't know, like trying to be nice. I don't know. I've never yelled at my teachers or anything, you know. Um, it was also like having good grades. But what I mean is that I personally don't think that grades define you as a person whatsoever. Like you can be a billionaire even if you're failing classes. Like that is okay. That's okay, you know. Like that doesn't define you in any way. What I mean is that it defines your future if you want to pursue certain careers. So, for example, I wanted to do um, international relations. I wanted to study that, but I didn't have the grades to, to do it because it was too high. Um, so, if anyone is curious, I graduated my back, well, bachillerato, Spanish baccalaureate. I graduated it with a 85% or 8.5 um, to 10, so... 85%, yeah. And then I did my, thank you. <laughs> and then I did my um, select, selectivity, selectividad. It's like a standardized test to access university. And then there I got an 11.5 out of 14. So that's also an 8.4 maybe. So yeah, that's good. That for me is good. I could have done better, yes, but my mental health didn't allow it. I went through a lot during bachillerato, so yeah, I'm happy with it. Your camera just shut off. Yeah, I'm back. Sorry, someone was calling me. Wait. Um. So yeah, but who was it? Was it? Yeah. Like I'm fine with it, but uh, great to do to find you. In those situations, I could have studied what I really wanted to study um, if I had the grades, but it just like I couldn't get them, like it wasn't up to me, you know? So yeah, that's it. That's why I really hate grading system. I really hate standardized tests because they they really um, just summarize your whole existence into your grade and they decide for you where you're going to study, if that makes sense, you know? So, and then I wanted to jump to another topic, which is physical health and sex education and how they are perceived and treated and taught in schools, especially in high school. Um, elementary school, not so much, because um, we did get kind of some sex education, but um, it wasn't like too much. I don't know. We were still beginning to learn about like what sex is and like our bodies and all that. But first let's talk about physical health. So um, I'm going to answer this first. So you know more or less what I'm talking about, but what are your thoughts on physical education and do we really need that class? So for me, I think that we don't need it at all in the sense like, yes, we need to promote um, physical well-being and like doing physical things and all that I don't know, like now going to the gym you could say you know but I don't think it's necessary in the sense that it's it's just a subject that promotes a lot of first of all um fat shaming because a lot of the students who are not in the quote-unquote beauty standard of like 
when it comes to bodies, they feel they feel bad, and I've talked about this with some friends, and they often get fat shamed because they don't they can't do certain activities, they can't jump too high, or they can't like run too fast, or anything, you know. Um, so yeah, it it promotes fat shaming for me in my experience and what I've seen, and also it promotes um, not so directly but eating disorders and the diet culture, in the sense that you see that the most um, person, say like the athlete of the class, like I'm sure every class had an athlete. They do great in that subject. They like they get A's or tens or fives. I don't know whatever the graded system is for you. And then there are like quote unquote no regular people, not normal, that do just okay or like a bit below okay, you know. Um, and they feel bad about it. They feel bad because they see that their bodies are not the same. They see that the amount of effort that they put is not the same. Like. Because that quote-unquote athlete puts way less effort into these classes, yet they receive so much, um, like, they do so well on it, you know, and other people don't. So my point with all this is that people feel bad in that class and we shouldn't promote that. Instead, we should do any other type of classes that promote this. Like maybe, I don't know, do a nutrition class or... Something similar, if that makes sense. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that, because if you say, for example, that there is an athlete who is really good, you always have that one guy or girl in class or any person, not per se, anyway, um, any person, you have, you have this one person in class who is better at something than you. So it's not necessarily sports. I do get where you can say like uh, where fat shaming comes from and everything. I'm not gonna lie. I did enjoy sports. Um, I'm not like I'm not like athletic, but like I used to do like gymnastics and figure ice skating for a few years both. Um, so I mean I was like kind of athletic. Like I loved sports and everything. Um, I do get where you come from, for example, the body shaming or for if a girl is insecure, but where is insecurity created? Like, from beauty standards. And by the way, yeah. I need to cut you here for just a second and say that you should go and listen to our previous episode that it's called Do You Have the Authority to Body Shame Anyone? Where um, Sarah and our other co-host Yusra, who's not here today, um, they talk about all this diet culture, body shaming, um, eating disorders, and other similar topics. So go ahead and give it a I don't know, like a play, a listen. I don't know how to say it. I was going to, to say a listen. Go, give it a, and also follow yeah, yeah. Uh, our TikTok where we post short clips and yes. other um, and other TikToks about certain topics. Yep. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I got you. Sorry. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Well, um, of course, there were, of course, some things that I didn't like. Uh, first of all, one of them swimming. Um it's not that I don't like swimming, it's just that I felt awkward with, like, boys mm-hmm. being there, so you just felt a bit uncomfortable. Um, yeah. yeah, that was just, I do, like, for that point, I do get. Uh, however, for example, normal sports, honestly, I used to love when we do, for example, games like dodgeball, 
Um, yeah. I feel like basketball, football, like I truly enjoyed those things. Um, but like volleyball, I look, it seems like a great sport, but like my hands, they hurt. <laughs> my palms like hurt a lot if, when I do that. But like, going back, I um, maybe the insecurity, like I wasn't insecure uh, with swimming, but I just felt a bit uncomfortable, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, I get what you mean. And you know, like, of course, like, being also religious and you know having to cover yourself was also for me like a big big a bit of a struggle um but like for example for example with swimming you kind of have to expose yourself yeah. uh you know I was like quite young and everything too but I still like I just I most of us girls felt pretty insecure uh, inse- uh uncomfortable sorry not insecure uncomfortable uh, but that's, I think, just, like, a normal thing. It's not necessarily something to do with boys. Like, we're not, like, for example, uncomfortable because there is a cute guy. No, it's just, like, a group of guys and a group of girls. Yeah. If yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense. I know. But I do think it's pretty important to have sports and to actually, like, there are a lot of kids out there that don't have any sports outside schools or hobby. I did. So for me, it was just an extra thing at school. And I do think it's super important. I do get your nutrition class, uh, like the nutrition class, but we do that already in biology. And for the kids, for the kids that don't do any sports outside school, this is the perfect moment for them to encourage them to move their body. Even if it's for 45 minutes, you at least did something that class. I get, I get that it can be like a bit awkward or you feel insecure or you feel uncomfortable, but you have to move your body. Yes, yes, of course, yes. I'm not saying otherwise. What I mean is that, and I'm not good at sport. Like, I suck at every single sport out there that is not dancing. I suck at it so much. Like, I am the worst at everything. That being physical. But uh, what I meant is that, so, what my take on this is that um, this kind of sub, well, this kind of subject, this subject, what makes is, um, again, abolishing, abolishing in people. And when you're bad at it, um, people shame you. And people comment on your body. People comment on your, um, how you do things. I, alhamdulillah, I didn't receive, I don't think I received anything besides, oh my God, for those, you're so bad at this, you know? Yes. But I have seen um, people who are fat getting shamed because of the way they move, the way they do this sport, the way they do this, um, I don't know, this exercise of that one, you know, and that sucks a lot. And I don't get it. Like, it's not, ne- it wouldn't, it's not necessary. Like, physical education, it's not necessary. As but, you know, subject, it's I, really, I will have to tell you something on that. Like, I will just break you off for one wait, wait, second. Wait, wait. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not finished. Physical education is not necessary. What is necessary is specific subject of about sports like say um i don't like football or volleyball or so people can choose what they want to do how they want to do their to move their body meaning like imagine if i wish we could we like i would have had a subject that was dancing you know i would have loved it you know and it promotes i don't like physical physical activity it promotes um like healthier lifestyles and it's fun, you know, but I'm not good at, for example, I don't know, gymnastics. I was, I suck at it. Like, why are you going to put me through all that shaming just because? 
you know? I do get what you mean. I mean, look, we all had sports that we saw. I'm not going to talk for gymnastics because I did it for a few years and I absolutely loved it. And I was pretty, um, like, athletic uh, due to that. Um, and I, like, I used to love sports and I'm now trying to go back to working out and just fitness. I really want to go back to figure ice skating, but I'm just probably going to do that in my free time. Um, because honestly, it's one of the most beautiful sports and just like, you know, you're moving free on the ice and you feel so free. It's just <laughs> the best feeling ever. Um, but personally, like I, um, loved sports. However, it was sometimes, for example, um, annoying when you did something that you didn't like and you did, weren't good at it. And you see, for example, another student or another friend being really good at it. And it's, you know, like after being compared or for example, someone not choosing you to be on their team because you know, you would suck. Been yes. there. Yeah. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. yeah. That is unnecessary to put students through that. Like, it's just like, and imagine just one thing about this is that for the teacher, that quote unquote shaming on that quote unquote, like making fun of people ends in their class. But it it's not like that. In Spain, we have um, all classes with the same group. We don't change groups. So you are with the same people six hours a day. So even if they laugh at you for in one class, that joke is going to go around throughout the day. Thank God, I didn't have that. I had different subjects with different teachers and different people. So like mostly different, of course, like I had a few students of friends of mine that were in every class of mine, but like it was mostly like different, which was way better. Um, but honestly, the comparing will always be a thing even at uni like even when I'm choosing the teammates I want to be I want to be with I'm like I'm not gonna be with her because I know she delays all her work and that stresses me out because I'm not gonna lie it's not that for example I, I get the assignment now that I do it now wait 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 listen 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 it's not for example okay. that I get an assignment and I do it now of course like I but I don't leave it until really really last minute because that just stresses me out and I like to have things like done like pretty on time and for anyone who knows me um I will I will be prepared to be an hour at late, uh, an an hour early at work than being one minute late at work. Always been that way, and it happened. Like I have a lot of friends who are like always like perfectly on time, but I can't do that. That's just me out. Like being perfectly on time is late for me. Anyway, going back to the story, um, that will that is something in our nature. You will always choose the people that you are more comfortable with, that that you know will give you better grades, that you know you will work better with. I know it sucks. That's how it works. But for like, like seriously, if you're going to do a group, like I know that might sound mean or anything, but like, let's just say you're doing a very important uh, group assignment for uni and you most likely will, or you'll be able to choose your own teammates or you'll be able, or you'll be put in um, different groups. Sometimes you're put in groups with, first of all, people that you don't know. Okay. You will get to know them. Second of all, people who don't work and they don't, uh, they just, uh, we call them free riders. Uh, they just don't do anything and they receive the points. But of course, we have to say to the teacher, that's a free rider. They don't do anything. Um, and they try to solve it for us. But it's super normal that you choose the people that you want because it's so important. Like, okay, sports is not, but besides sports, but you were talking about the point of, you know, like not being not being put to go through that. But you have to because you want the best for yourself. And I get that. I don't agree. I don't agree Okay, at okay, all. let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. No, but it's not the same. Wait, wait, wait. It's not the same. 
sport, when it comes to sports, I'm not just talking about sports again. right now. Uh, sports, no, a teacher about- normally assigns teams. But I know a lot of students who are like, yeah, okay, we're going to be put into teams. Choose who you want. Okay, I get that. And it sucks that you're not taken with you. But if you think logically about it, a student at that age, they just want to win. So they're going to take the best of the students. I know, but like we as adults, as people, like not we because I have no power. But I mean, people who have the power to change this, why don't you? Why don't they change it when they know like it? We know more. We know better. We know how bad it is for some people to go through that. You know, why are you? Why are you putting people through that? Like, why are you making people suffer? Just change it. Like, for God's sake. And it's not the same. Wait, before you say anything, it's not the same as teaching groups academically because I always either do it all alone, all the work. Um, I, I hate group projects. Or oh, do it you're with someone. Oh, you treat at uni. It's mostly group I work. I know. <laughs> just shut up. Just, I hate just it. Just shut up. I know. <laughs> or do it with someone that I know they are like, they get good grades because that secures me that somehow I am going to get a good grade, even if not the best. But I'm you're going saying to get it yourself. Grade. Like, for example, but sometimes, but listen, sometimes it's we have to choose teams. We had to choose teams, and that was going to be our grade. So, of course, I'm not going to choose someone who sucks at, for no. example, football. Say, not the same, because in sports, in physical education, in PE, you don't get the grade because of how... You don't get grades just because you win a game or you lose a football game, for example, you know? You don't... It's not the same. When you do... Um, academically like in school in other classes when you do groups and you have a project or something you do get that grade because of your group and that grade first of all defines like um your semester or your trimester um grade and that trimester grade like makes your gpa you know so you can't risk it I, i don't care about football i don't care about the grade on football i don't care but i do care about failing or getting an A or an A plus in, I don't know, history, you know? So it's not the same. (laughs) Agree, but also disagree. (laughs) I mean, I do get that it sucks. And I mean, I have been left out a lot. For example, when it comes to volleyball, they're like, yeah, they don't choose me. And I just end up like in a being in a random group. Yeah, of course, sometimes they can suck and everything. But I, I mean, maybe it will suck now, but like as you grow up, you will understand that. And don't forget, as us being kids, there are a lot of things that we will not understand until we grow older. Um, but don't make this episode like like it's already like 51 minutes and it was going to be a lighter <laughs> one. Like we we were like, it's going to be like a lighter one, of course, because it's like back to school and everything. So maybe let's move on to the last topic. Wait, I have another question. Wait, that oh, is what you want to talk about sex education. education. Yes, yes, yes. That was the most important question. So... Have you ever like, been given any kind of sex education and did you like it? <laughs> it was awkward. I mean, the- <laughs> it was awkward. No, no, but when I mean sex education, I don't just mean, so hello guys, this is what sex means, this is what a condom is, and do it safely. That's it. That for me is not sex education because I can learn that on social media. I did. I think um, we do get it pretty early on, though. Um, and honestly, like, I think it's like, quite important to have it. Um, there may be a lot of people, uh, maybe from like other countries, who are like, nah, like, 
sex education is not important. No, it is very important. Um, even for us Muslims, it's important because a lot of things are actually taboo in a lot of families. We are not able to talk about it. Yes. So you will have to need a source to be able to talk about such things. And it is important to learn about it. Um, yeah. Um, did I like it? I mean, it is, you know, like we all have been there when they, for example, say the word boobs that we all start laughing in class. <laughs> I mean, we can't <laughs> lie. You just look at each other and you laugh. But, you know, like it's just like, it's just like the awkward feeling that you turn into laughter. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it is like any other subject. Like, I didn't really see it as, um, as like, a special... Like, it was, as any other subject, something that we have to learn. But did you have a subject on sex education? We had it in, in sciences. Um, we had, like, a, like a um, class called Naturwetenschappen. Or, like, basically, sciences. Um, yeah. Like, it was biology, yeah, chemistry, science. like, yeah, everything I when, I was, say, when yeah, we were yeah. younger. Um, it's called Naturwetenschaffe in German. Oh, my God. If any German speaker... Yeah, no, I, don't, no, no. I think it's um, Ciencias Naturales. So, it's nature sciences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Naturwetenschaffe. Yeah, yeah, yes. Wetenschaffe means science. Yeah. Nat Natur means nature. So... Natur yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so... So, it's in it. biology, yeah. yeah. But what I mean is... I would love, I would have loved to have a subject called sex education where they explain to me things like what is an orgasm, what is like my period. I didn't know, like, you're going to laugh at me. I didn't know what a discharge means, and I thought that was not normal. Like, imagine an 11, 12 year old, um, I don't know, like going to the bathroom and seeing their like panties and seeing like they have, they had discharge discharge okay now um so i thought that was normal i thought oh my god what's wrong with me do i have kind of so, like some sort of illness or something no one ever explained that to me and i was so so scared to ask okay, my mom i will have for... to pause you there there are some things i mean we have to learn so many things at school that they can't learn um that they can't teach us a lot of those things are look. up to the parents no just no. No. Look, look, yes, look. I agree with you. Yes, oh, I agree look, with you. When we look. actually talk about body shaming and fat shaming, we're not going to blame teachers. Of course, teachers have a big impact on us, but parents do too. If, so, yes, if a kid I is racist, if a kid is racist, go back to their parents. Don't go back to him. Go back to their parents and see how they are. Yes, I agree with you. I'm not saying otherwise. Yes, but I mean, if my, but like I would, I don't care about learning about, I don't know, the Pythagoras theorem or whatever it's called, I completely forgot about it. Um, if, if like I would trade anything to have a sex ed class, just like once in my whole high school experience, you know. So, but it's not only that. Like PMS, I didn't know like PMS. Like sometimes it couldn't be normal that that you had to go and see a doctor because it could be really really bad, and people would be like, "Oh no, that's okay. That's normal to have period pain." It's not normal. Apparently, it's not normal doctor. to vomit from it and uh, not being able to function. Exactly. So that's not normal. Exactly. And women's health in general. Did you know, like, until, until I was 16, I had no idea what our boobs looked like, in the, like from the inside. I had no idea how they looked like. It's, it's insane. Like, how can I have a body that I don't know about? You know what well, I mean? we learned those things in school. Like most of the things that you're talking about, I think I already did learn in school. Like I think we had like two weeks maybe or one week that we actually um, 
didn't do anything in, like except sex education and everything surrounding it, um, which was good. We talked about it, like we learned a lot of things. However, to have like an entire class for it, that's just like everything that can be taught can be maybe taught in two, three weeks. So that's not really neat. Maybe like yeah, a program, no, no, I agree with you. not yeah, an entire yeah, yeah. class. No, it should be a class, but it shouldn't take a whole semester, for example, you know. But it, it should like, be not possible, a class, you know. Like it should be a, a subject, you know what I mean? But anyway, anyway, because um, the episode is going to be too long. <laughs> So, um, the last part we wanted to talk about is, well, we wanted to give you guys advice for those who are starting high school, those who are starting uni, and basically everyone who is starting a new school year. Um, so, again, um, Sara is going to be a second year university student this year, and I'm going to be a first year university student. So, I won't be able to talk a lot about uni, but I will tell you a ton of things about high school. So, Sara, I suppose you had a lot of mind in mind because you wanted to do this section. So, go ahead, some tips, some advice that you want to give us. Mainly for high school, don't have a big group of friends. Take a small group of friends and don't even think about having groups because that's nothing but drama. I know, like, like, you know, don't try to fit in. Just find your own vibe, like vibe with the people that you like. Be, be friends with them. You don't need a big group of friends. And honestly, guys, for the ones listening, like, no, that's not true. Uh, I want you to go to any high school student and ask them, the, like any university student or any graduate and ask them the same question. They'll probably give you the same answer. You don't need a big yes. group of friends. Of course, grades don't define you, but that doesn't mean that you don't do anything, of course. If you want to have a good future at a good university, know that a lot of universities do expect you. For example, I um, was thinking of, for example, going to Erasmus. Uh, that's the Rotterdam University, and they require to have really high grades. However, then I decided last minute, like, no, I'm just going to do it in Tilburg. Same study, same everything, just a different um, city in the Netherlands. Um, grades don't necessarily define you, but that doesn't mean that you should just give up on everything. Just try to do your best in school because, as you might know, university yes. doesn't get any easier. You would <laughs> think so, but it doesn't get any easier. And for the people that are like, I'm so tired of high school. Oh, you got a great thing coming to you for university. I literally... Don't scare me. Don't scare me. Guys, guys, I'm not... Good, look. I had very false expectations of uni, and then I went there, and my expectations went poof. And then I was actually thinking of dropping oh out God, for a year and just stop. working. I, I don't want to hear And anymore. just working that's and then no, starting no, no, again. <laughs> no... Okay, maybe because now of, like, um, on-campus education that it will actually, like... Honestly, for me, the biggest issue was having no on-campus education. It was mostly online, so I literally hated my life. I worked a lot, and I made a lot of money, but I neglected my study work, and I didn't do anything. And I, had, I was struggling, of course, with exams because I wasn't really following it. So, but, like, the, yeah. first, the first semester, I really did my best and everything, and I tried not to not work as like much anymore um but i did get corona in uh, i did get covid19 in um the first week of my midterms uh the first time i had midterms ever uh so i filled all my midterms due to that because i couldn't study um 
it literally like it took such a toll on me like i was in bed for literally a week <laughs> like for example my brothers yeah. also got covid but they were like sick for you know like a bit of a flu of a yeah. cold like a day and they were like fine but i was literally in bed for a week and i couldn't stand up because my stomach like i lost four kilos too just because i was sick um yeah, and I like I couldn't eat like my stomach couldn't bear any food and I couldn't bear the smell of any food even though I couldn't really smell anything or like taste anything but like I still had like a weird smell um yeah 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 but what were you actually oh my god see I get distracted so fast <laughs> I was talking about <laughs> okay. how difficult uni is so like honestly the two biggest tips is don't delay for uni don't delay um so follow everything and don't delay anything and don't expect like don't have high expectations i'm sorry i'm not i'm not like trying to demotivate you but don't have super high expectations that you will have uh you'll probably have like a really good time if you found like the right people um but we have to remove the, the mindset of finding your husband at university because oh my god yeah no i'm not expecting to find my husband whatsoever like that would be lovely but i'm not expecting that because like no there's not that quality like no no <laughs> so um for me high school students um i agree with sarah and what she said about the big groups i for most of my high school i could say that i didn't have friends at all like outside there were like classmates school of friends but then when high school like ends well or like summer break or something we just stopped talking you know so I didn't build any relationship to be honest in high school and now I stopped talking to any like to everyone do I regret it absolutely not like I haven't been better anyway they didn't do me like anything bad or anything that's another whole story Anyway, going back to my point, I've been in big groups, especially this um, past two years, I've been in a really big group. Amazing people, love them, really like chill people, um, amazing, great. But too much drama, too much drama. Not only between us, because I didn't used to like have any problem with them, but also with other groups. My class was divided in three to four groups, depending on the season. It was too too much drama, and it got to a point where um, the school like principal had to get involved. Well, a lot of shit happened. So don't get yourself in a big group. Have two, three um, close friends. I'm not saying you like stop talking to everyone. Just um, have close friends and then have school friends. And yeah, apart apart from that, what would I say? Focus on, on school, focus on classes. Um, your grades matter. Yes, they don't define you, yet they matter a lot. And focus on my, your mental health, for God's sake. Please don't do the same as me. I have... I've been warned before and um, I had a friend, she was in union already when I was in high school and she told me the same. She said, focus on your mental health, health and um, don't push yourself to the limit and all that. I didn't listen. Uh, I paid the price. Don't do that, guys. Seriously, it's not worth it. And it comes with a lot of physical struggles in the long term, not only in the short term. Um, so yeah, focus on your mental health. 
it's way, way more important than your grades. And if it means that you will be healthy mentally, but you're failing every single class, do that. Absolutely do that. Um, focus on yourself. No one is going to do so for you. Just focus on you. I have one thing I to have, say. One yeah, important I have thing. Yeah. Enjoy the time of your life. Actually, enjoy school because you're really going to miss it. No, I'm not. Uh, no, no. I, I disagree with you in that. Um, I don't miss high school. Um, I didn't have the great time of my life. Like okay, so this is this is something. This is for another episode. But summarizing everything, this is something that high school are your best years in your life. That's not well. They can be, but that's not true. Like you're just starting life. I'm just I think starting you life. Define, I you define totally by yourself and your actions what's gonna be the best year of your yeah. life. Um, I'm talking like for some people it might be high school because uni, for example, was a horrible experience for them and. Or for some people, it's because they, you know, after graduating, they had to depend on on themselves. I think one, actually, actually, going back to, this is, we're gonna, like, we're, we're going, like, we're going one, one important <laughs> thing okay. is, what I really think is important is, um, actually, having cooking classes, and, like, survival skills that you need. I'm sorry, but... Yes. A lot of, a lot of people don't think men need to know how to cook, but that's not, like, that's not... Okay, even if your wife cooks for you, great, awesome. Love her for that. But you, if she leaves you, for example, when her parents are sick, what are you going to do? Yeah, that's, yes, I agree with you, and but that's turn. another topic we need to wrap up. Yes, we so, do. Yeah, that, that's just it. And have hobbies, please, for God's sake, have hobbies outside of school. Don't, like, revolve your life in, like, around school. No, that's not all of what you have to I don't know, like, serve society with. So, yeah, that is it for me. So we're just going to wrap up this episode and say thank you so much, guys, for listening. It's been awesome. I thought it was going to be a light episode. It wasn't. I apologize for that. But thank you so much for listening. It's been great. I hope you learned something new or you just enjoyed your time here. And, yeah, see you next week. Bye.